Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Weekly Pop. My name is Emma Sasek, and I'm the editor-in-chief at The Vidette. And as always, I'm joined here with... Kevin Schwaller, news editor at The Vidette. So I don't have a voice this week. No. Um, I'm on my deathbed for the 19th time of the school year. Every single... I feel like Weekly Pop has turned into us just, like, complaining about our, our health at uh, the moment. Yeah. So Emma's going to take the, the lead for this one. Yes. And, yeah. So, to what did we do this weekend? <laughs> we did a lot of fun stuff other than died and had to seek medical help. <sighs> but uh, other than all of that, we did go see two wonderful movies. Yes. It was a great weekend for yes. movies. We started it off with A Quiet Place, and that is a movie that everybody is talking about, despite you're supposed to be quiet. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, this movie stars John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. John also directed and wrote this movie with two other writers and it's just dominating box offices yes it was number one in the box office this weekend it made about 50 million dollars which is really big for paramount Mm -hmm. who also distributed mother and annihilation two of our favorite movies yes and if you don't know it's about a family they're basically living in silence because if they make too much noise they will die (laughs) yeah these creepy creatures that are so hypersensitive to sound just kind of like pop out out of nowhere and it's just I've never experienced a theater in complete silence like the one you and I had on Thursday night. Yes, the theater was in complete silence. Not one person made a noise the entire time. It was so cool. And the movie is actually 85% quiet, I believe. Yeah. There's less than three minutes of dialogue. And so with that, you have to go see it in a quiet theater. But the challenge is, I guess, because obviously you want to see it in a crowded theater. The more people means the more likely there's going to be noise. But we got very lucky, and it was very awesome, and it made the experience so much more grand and terrifying. And I think that's why you and I really like going to Thursday night premieres. One, because you get to see it before, like, the Friday yeah. premiere, but also, like, you're... Most of the time, it's just older individuals that are in the theater with us, so they're not, like, too rambunctious or yes. Well, high schoolers can't go because they have class Friday. That's right. So we got to avoid all my least favorite people alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, like, every time we've gone to, like, normal theater when there's, like, a like premiere or whatever and it's college kids, you cannot get them to yeah. shut up. So this was just wonderful, and honestly, the entire time, I had my scarf around my mouth, (laughs) like, just trying to be as quiet as possible, and every time someone accidentally dropped something in this movie, I was just like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, this is not going to end well for anybody. There were at least three different times, all probably around Emily Blunt, because she was just put through the ringer in this movie. She really was. Um, Where, whenever she's on screen, especially towards the halfway to the end, three at least three different times where I'm just like, the slightest noise or slightest anything made me want to start screaming and crying at the same time. Oh my god, she was phenomenal in this movie. Yes. And John Krasinski has as gone... As always, though. Oh, as always. John Krasinski has gone on a few talk sh- late-night talk shows, like Kimmel and Fallon, and he just like keeps gushing about how amazing she is. He says, I've always been a huge fan of her, but it's not until you actually see her like in the room and mm. just feel like everything change. <sighs> god, we just love America's best couple <laughs> we do others they're the best couple and i love each of them individually too which is why it's they're the best i think mm-hmm. and they both have their respected careers and they're I both know. very credible in hollywood yeah uh, and this is their first collaboration yes. too and like they said that they couldn't have pictured a better one mm-hmm. <laughs> despite <laughs> horror and everything well it's it's awesome because the movie is terrifying but there's like a lot of heart to it and they've said it's like a love letter to their own children in real life and i definitely get that with this movie yeah and it gets very emotional in this movie too which is awesome because a lot of horror movies don't, they don't really pull at the heartstrings. This one really does. Well, the overall theme of this movie, other than 
if they hear you, they will hunt you. It's like, how far would you go to save your children? And there's one scene towards the end of the movie that when I saw it, I honestly, I teared up despite it, like, despite there being no dialogue in terms of people actually talking. Mm -hmm. It just like, it just got me so much. And I, oh my God. There's just so many good things to talk about. And the marketing movie. for this movie has been awesome. I keep seeing things on Twitter. Scary, terrifying, whatever the words that people are using, It the acronym is STFU. Yes. Shut the F up. <laughs> and it's so funny, and I love it. They and A Quiet are, Place yeah. actually favorited my tweet, and it was awesome. Yes. So I'm obsessed with this movie. <laughs> no, we both are. And one thing that was really cool that John did was when he was putting together the movie, I guess like signing the contract, he said that he has to have a deaf girl play the daughter uh. in this movie. Her name is Millicent Simmons. She's in, an, I think she's in another movie. I cannot remember. I've definitely seen her before. Yeah, I've definitely seen her before. She was great in this movie too. I guess the only thing, if I had to be like a picky person at the end, I guess I kind of would have liked to see like a flashback to like when all the madness kind of started. You know. Oh. Um, I don't need it. Yeah. It's like, it'd be, like, cool, like, if it was, like, a deleted scene or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with it. I don't like post-apocalyptic movies because they stretch things out too much. Oh, yeah. And this one, you have no idea what happened, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely okay with it, too. I love it as is. But if it was, like, oh, I found out mm-hmm. it was, like, in a deleted scene, it'd be like, oh, cool, yeah, let's yeah. see, like, how this like actually happened. Like, a little bit more happened. information, yeah. When this movie comes out on DVD, they'll probably do, like, the behind-the-scenes Oh, it'd be like, so cool to hear the commentary. Yes, and to to see like the idea for these monsters because mm. he was the mastermind behind them too. So, so definitely go see this movie. It was awesome. Everyone's loving it. It has an eight point two on IMDb, which is very high. Yeah, an eighty two from Metascore. So that is just definitely go check it out if you haven't yet. Yes. So switching gears from the <laughs> terrible horror that is a Quiet Place, Kevin and I did have fun this weekend yes. in terms of seeing a comedy. Just last night we saw Blockers. Actually, both of these movies, the theme of this week is parents. It is. It's about parenting. It is, Just yes. different styles. We love our cinematic parents in this world. We do. <laughs> this movie stars Leslie Mann, John Cena, Ike Barinholtz, who... I know him from Mad TV and like a bunch of other. Yeah, he's on the Mindy Project. That's I, he's in a bunch of stuff though. Yes, and so this movie is about three parents who are trying to stop their daughters who have formed a sex pact and <laughs> they want to have sex on prom night because you think of prom night as the best night of your life when you're in high school and it has all the glitz and glam. Yeah. And it's just magical, and so the girls say, "Why not? Yeah, I want to do it on prom night." And then of course the parents find out, and then they do everything they can to stop it, and it's just obviously there's a lot of nonsense and it's super raunchy. But I will say, I think this is the first movie of 2018 where the trailer didn't give away the overall meaning of the movie. And, I mean, obviously, like, there's trailers like Annihilation and Strangers and whatnot that don't give away too much. But you still get, like, the tone and whatnot from that movie. But this, they just shrouded it entirely. And then they leave it for you to see it yourself and actually, like, take it all in. Because there's a lot going on in this movie besides the raunchy comedy, which is why I like it so much. Yes. Oh, still a raunchy comedy. Definitely However, a raunchy comedy. you don't get to see, like, the love that these parents have for their daughters. Because when you view the trailer, you just think of them as, like, crazy parents right. and just trying to, like ruin their daughter's life. And yes, while definitely the part with John Cena shoving things up his butt um, is in the trailer and definitely is probably the funniest part of the movie. Maybe not as heartwarming as like (laughs) 95% of the movie. But it's still definitely worth seeing. And also, speaking of seeing too much, ISU alum Gary Cole is in this (laughs) and we see a lot more of him than I ever thought I would in my entire life. I still love you, Gary. So I'll always love you. (laughs) But so this movie is directed by Kay Cannon and so it's a female director and I believe she's probably the first female director of a raunchy studio comedy film 
ever. Mm-hmm. So saying that there's a lot of themes of despite the initial premise of, you know, trying to stop your female daughters from having sex on prom night, this movie is all about female sex positivity and being confident with your body and with yourself and representation in that sense. And it's so much fun to see because it's not too blatantly like progressive, quote unquote, in your face where people that wouldn't be a fan of that would be like, oh, this is disgusting because it's still definitely a comedy, raunchy, fun time just with very prominent tidbits of moving moments. Yeah. And uh, we actually just watched a video last night where she was talking about if a man were to have directed this movie slash a lot of the movies in the past that have dealt with a woman losing her virginity, a lot of the times they really just over-objectify the woman and just like show her super vulnerable, like you just see everything that you don't see that in the mm. mail. Well, uh, did you did you read the Molly Ringwald thing that came out? No. So she wrote a thing for the New Yorker about the, the Me Too movement in the with the Breakfast Club, and obviously she was John Hughes's muse for all of his most prominent movies. So she kind of went back recently, kind of like reflected on those movies, that how much has changed since them. And she wasn't saying like anything bad about him or the movies necessarily, but she was kind of saying how the times have really changed because in Breakfast Club and with like 16 Candles, she is, or not necessarily her character, but female characters in general are the object of men's desires. They are placing bets on having sex with them. There's definitely like a big part of that in 16 Candles. Yes, there is. (laughs) She was kind of reflecting on that and how... Those times have changed because in the 80s and 80s comedies, that was the job of the woman was to play that character for the men to utilize. It's so funny because I just read that and then I see this movie a couple days later. So it's so prominent. It's just totally different now. It's so awesome. But it's still funny and it's still moving and still a teen sex movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no, what I started saying was in those moments, like you'll see the woman objectified not so much for the man, but what she did as a director here was when it came to that moment to have sex with whichever person you choose to, she showed dialogue, she showed understanding between the partners, making sure that very clear consent, yes. Yes. And she didn't objectify either party, you know, Mm. just because she directed it, she didn't choose to objectify the men in that situation. John Cena and Ike Barinholtz, Yes, the two male leads did have to take their shirts off and their pants. Yes. And Leslie Mann didn't, so that was very refreshing to see. And I loved seeing that. Yeah, I mean, it was very funny, too. I don't those, to. those two scenes were hysterical, They though. were. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to see Ike, John Cena, and Gary Cole, <laughs> full frontal nudity, <laughs> but I did enjoy not having to see Leslie Mann have yes. to do that in this movie. And it was really cool because you would not expect an LGBT plot in this movie, and That's we right. got one with one of the children. That's right. I think it was the most heartwarming moment of the movie, too, mm-hmm. towards the end. And so I won't say too much, obviously, because it's towards the end. Yeah. It's just this movie's all about, like, actual proper parenting, and it's kind of figuring out that middle ground where letting your children be... Who they want to be, while also you still want to be their parent. Like, right. I mean, I, I get that. Like, my totally. mom and pa- dad, they still consider me their little baby, despite me being yeah. 22 years old. Right. And so this movie's, like, definitely explores that. How mature is this child? Like, can they actually make their own decisions, whatnot? And, like, can the parent, like, ease off a little bit at the same time still protect them? This movie's awesome. And I really love how the kids get back at the parents at yeah, the end of good. the movie. That was so cute. Yeah, that was good. So, overall, we were crazy about this movie. It's so funny, though. I just can't get over the fact that you wouldn't expect a movie about stopping your kids from having sex to actually literally just be about female sex positivity and body empowerment and all this stuff when the movie's like facing itself in the mirror and like making fun of itself in that sense. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so smart 
And that's why a lot of people like this movie, too. Exactly. And then there was one part when John Cena's wife was just oh, yeah. kind of saying stuff like, when a guy loses their virginity, like, everybody's applauding him. They're, like, super happy for him. But when a girl is supposed to lose her virginity, it's just, like, this huge, big deal, like, thrown upon her when it's honestly really the same experience. Yeah. How can a parent show actual respect for their child and then expect their child to show respect for themselves kind of thing, too? It's yeah. so cool. This movie is so awesome. And like I said earlier, it's all shrouded under this raunchy, fun comedy. So again, go see it with an open heart and open mind because it's not like in your face progressive with any kind of agenda or anything like that. Those themes are there and that's why I think this movie excels. And it gives me hope for parents of the future. And for comedies of the future. That's right. 2018, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah, you could have all your fun and be as raunchy as you can, but... Just don't objectify women. That's right. Be considerate of the times, people. Yeah. It's 2018, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so last week in our podcast, we talked a little bit about our special project. Oh, yes. And we're still going to be talking about that special project. Yes. We have an update. Both events slash parts of that project happened. Yes. We are just being mean and waiting to talk about them still. Well, yeah. My, my immune system can't handle actually talking about the secret project. Yeah. Should we talk about one part of the secret project, a.k.a. what happened Tuesday night? Uh, I would just save it all, because we didn't put it in the paper yet. Okay. The only reason why we haven't done it yet is because it wasn't in the paper yet. And we like to do the, you know, let it happen first, and then we can talk about it on our podcast. Exactly. And that's kind of been the tradition for this entire weekly pop experience. That's true. That's true. So we have to stick with it, but also um, I'm dying, so yes. I can't talk too much. So <laughs> we'll give him another week to recover. He's currently drinking his Emperor Green Emperor Tea. Emperor Green Tea with a, b- a bunch of... Of honey in it it's I, I, I can't taste i haven't been able to taste in three days mm-hmm. so i bet it tastes good but yeah. i can't tell i i gave him vicks vapo rub yes. and that helps to clear up his sinuses i'm I, on like eight different drugs right now y'all it's so fun yeah <laughs> i will after this i will beat him up for his <laughs> medication so that my <laughs> nose clears up you know there's their update for you guys it will be next week <laughs> guaranteed it has yes. to be next week it because happen. it'll be in thursday's paper all right there it has go. to be in thursday's paper it has to yeah there's just a lot going on this week so just just stick through we it. like just realized this right now we're like oh okay so yeah because it will happen next week exactly so yes this next monday's podcast you'll get to hear about the secret project and you'll see it in thursday's paper so be on the lookout for that that's right so, I don't know, what we saw something last night in one of our trailers that, like, a movie is coming out that we've been kind of dying to see. Overboard? That's right. There's a couple movies that we wanted to see. Yeah. Overboard was one of them, the Anna Ferris and Eva Longoria movie. My two moms. That's right. The mommiest of moms. <laughs> so we'll definitely be seeing those this week. I just need to get to the bottom of when Hereditary comes out. That yes. movie with Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm And if you've to. been to the movies in the past five months, you've seen that trailer. I wish that they update that trailer. They should update that trailer. So we'll get to the bottom of when those wonderful movies are coming out. But next week, we'll talk about our secret project, a little bit of Overboard, and whatever comes. Whatever comes our way in the next couple of days. That's right. <laughs> so for Weekly Pop and for our immediate death that will <laughs> probably ensue, I'm Emma Sasek. And I'm Kevin Schwaller. And we'll see you here maybe next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>